0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Well, thanks for holding the fort down Matt while I was gone and it's always game day in Buffalo. Great job with the Buffalo plus crew. I listened to it before we actually start recording this, but uh, good to be back with you, my man.
2: Yeah, I know. It feels like it's been a long time. It kind of has these off season months, you know, Things just happen. This is the kind of lull of the year, you know, but it still feels like it happened so fast. And then obviously when you throw the baby into the mix too, I don't know what end is up. I don't know what days (laughs) are. I don't know what nights are. We've started to get a little bit more sleep, which is really cool, but we had to bite the bullet and get, Sal, this is probably something that has changed since Max was the age of a baby. Do you know what a snoo is? Um, This is a joke.
1: It could be a joke because I could say, "What's new?" and you say, "I don't know what's new with you."
2: <laughs> no, it's not a joke. I wish it was a joke. Because I say account.
1: that to my son. I say, "It's going to rain, and then it's
2: going to snow. It's going to snow." He says, "What's new?" I said, "I don't know what's new with you." It's okay, so joke. that's okay. Well, this is a kind of a double meaning, I guess. I okay. wish it was a dad joke, and I wish my bank account wishes it was a dad. Oh, joke. I'm sorry. So it is a bassinet. Okay, so okay. the baby sleeps in the bassinet for the first couple months until they're ready to go in the crib. This bassinet mimics the womb and if the baby starts to cry it shakes back and forth like kind of rotates back and forth to kind of soothe the baby and then if that doesn't work it starts to play like really loud noises within or within the womb well we had one night where we just did not sleep at all like the baby would not let us sleep so my wife woke up the next month not woke up the next morning my my wife was like we are getting this thing everybody swears by it it's expensive but like I am willing to pay the price to just get some semblance of sleep. So she was able to find one on Facebook marketplace. So we did not have to pay like full price. Thank goodness. Cause they are crazy expensive and it has worked. We've gotten substantially more sleep than we were getting pre snoo. But uh, yeah, so I don't know how we even got there, but it's great to be talking to you. And it's also <laughs> great to be talking to you after I got a night of like four and a half hours of sleep, which I'll take four and a half hours. I can live with just have it, have to have an extra cup of coffee for sure. And,
1: um, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna have those nights for quite a while and then it just gets better, man. And then who knows, maybe you have a, another child in your future someday and it starts all over again. I don't know. We only have one. We went through that with max for a while and then it started, you know, you, you get to a point where like, ah, you know what? He's starting to sleep a, a little bit better, a little bit more often. And that gives you a chance to sleep a little bit better and a little more often. There's also a joke in there somewhere when you said you have a baby and you don't know which way is up because the way babies act, sometimes you never know which way is up because it's always coming out both ends. So I know that that's always a bit challenging as well when it comes to them throwing up on you or diapers and all those
2: kinds of things you have to worry about. No, I got pee. I've gotten peed on a couple of times, which is really, really great. My sister came into town for Easter last week. So she got to meet the baby on Wednesday and the day that she met the baby, the baby peed on her. So her first interaction with the baby after like an hour or so was the baby peeing on her. So that was really cool that that had to happen. Um, Overall, though, she's an angel. We love her more than anything. We just sit there and we stare at her and we're like, how in the heck did we make you? You were just simply perfect. But yeah, accidents definitely happen. And what I've realized is you have to leave the diaper there while you are getting the new diaper. So like if she's on the changing table, you can't take the dirty diaper away while you're going to get the new diaper. You have to do a one for one swap because if you take that diaper away too early, then you're going to be left with a mess and then it becomes even messier than it needs to be.
1: All the things we thought we knew as adults. And then we have to kind of understand that we don't know nearly as much as we thought we did because we have all these life changes. I of course had a life change, Since last we talked, I am now in the sixth decade of my life. Just turned 50. Happy Uh, birthday. Thank you. We'll talk about that a little bit as we go on. I want to sprinkle it in because a couple of things happened. Last time we spoke 13 days ago, I shouldn't say spoke last time we recorded a podcast here. It's always game day in Buffalo. 13 days ago, I was in Arizona at the NFL owners meetings. Uh, We talked about some things that went down there Um, since then had a birthday, went on vacation, And I want to sprinkle that in a little bit as we go, but I want to dive right into some other things going on right now in the NFL. Sal Capaccio, WGR Sports Radio 550, Matt Bove, WKBW-TV Channel 7 Sports Director in Buffalo. All right, um, the big news really just happening overnight before we start talking is NFL, but it is Bills related. Odell Beckham Jr. signs with the Baltimore Ravens after... All of the talk about Odell going all the way back to last year through last season into November and December, especially into the offseason this year. The Bills, the Bills, the Bills, Von Miller, Von Miller recruiting, recruiting, whatever teams, meeting with the Jets, all the teams that are interested, the Chiefs, whoever it is. He signs with the Baltimore Ravens. And I will tell you, way more money than I thought any team would give him. Good for Odell for getting it. He's guaranteed $15 million signing bonus based salary. He can make up to 18, not interested as far as the bills are concerned for that kind of money, but for me,
2: way more than I thought he would make from anyone. Way more. I don't love the fit. I I mean, I like Lamar Jackson a lot. I think he's an outstanding player and I know there's a lot of uncertainty there. I think this is a move to kind of please your quarterback and to try and get him to be happy and stay. And it feels like I saw some tweets last night of them already FaceTiming. So it feels like Lamar is going to be back in Baltimore and it feels like Odell Beckham is going to be his number one option. I just don't love the fit because I don't love that offense for a wide receiver. And maybe that's because they haven't had a truly game changing wide receiver in the past. And that's why they've leaned so much on their tight ends on Mark Andrews on the running backs. You know, they've got so many effective running backs back there. It makes it tough to kind of pick one because so many of them are getting the ball. I don't know, though. I get it. The money is so substantial, but I thought Odell would rather go to a team with a quarterback who really spreads the ball out to the wide receivers like the Bills, like potentially the Jets if they were going to get Aaron Rodgers, like the Chiefs, because I think that if you're trying to bet on yourself, you're going to have more impressive numbers on a team like that than even on a team where you're definitely the number one in Baltimore, but with that kind of offense. So, I mean, I guess it remains to be seen. I just, I have a hard time picturing Odell Beckham put up like massive, massive numbers, given how the Ravens have always played football. Well, this has a couple of tentacles when it comes to the bills. We spoke last
1: episode at the owners meetings about the comments that Brandon Bean made there regarding Deandre Hopkins. He wouldn't go too deep because of course he plays on another team and he made that clear But he also made it clear. They're always interested if anybody's available via trade or free agency that included Odell. And we also know there's still rumblings out there. The bills could be in the mix here. All right. Does this get you at all, Matt, more towards, okay, well, you didn't get Odell. That was something maybe you were in on a little bit. Now you should try to get DeAndre Hopkins in here. That's one less receiver off the board. Or does anything change in your mind as far as DeAndre Hopkins is concerned from the last time we spoke 13 days ago, knowing this new news, especially with Odell?
2: Well, it feels like from some of the things that we've seen, they might just end up cutting DeAndre Hopkins because it doesn't feel like they're getting close to the return that they want, which was a second round pick in addition to something else. It doesn't feel like they're getting that, you know, those offers from teams, which is why something hasn't happened. I don't know. I like the idea of DeAndre Hopkins a lot. I think he's a great player, but you just have to figure out the money. For me, it's always all offseason about drafting a wide receiver in the first round, which is an interesting concept because there are a lot of teams, apparently, that don't think this wide receiver class is great. I saw a tweet from Jim Nagy, who does all the stuff with the Senior Bowl down in Mobile, and he said that from the teams he's spoken with, only one receiver has a first-round grade, which is the dude from Ohio State in Jigba, right? That's how you say it? Jackson so, Jigba. Yep. Yeah. And like John Scott from spectrum is a huge Ohio state fan. He thinks he's awesome. And he was like, yeah, everybody talks about Marvin Harrison, which is next year, but he is JSN is great. Like he's going to be an awesome player for a team. So it feels like that's the one that has kind of slowly started to creep up the draft boards because at the beginning of the process, that was a name that could kind of be tied to the bills. Now it feels like that's somebody who's going to go in the early teens, maybe in the middle of the round. But I still think that even though what Nagy said about the lack of, you know, first round grades for wide receivers, I want this team to take one, whether it's, you know, in Jigba, whether it's Addison, whether it's say flowers, like I, I just really like the idea of this team adding another weapon. So Jackson Smith and Jigba, by the way, his 40 time is not all that impressive. It's an
1: average of about four or five. If you go to some of the timing and pro day that he's done and things like that, but he's a great route runner um, plays in the slot. He can do a lot of different things. So, you know, he's obviously a guy I think that is going to go earlier in the draft than later, but it does bring into, you know, the question of where this bills group is right now and how much you have to go out and get that guy. Like we talk about Deandre Hopkins. And personally for me, I'd love Deandre Hopkins. I said that I think he's a fantastic player. You also have to worry about and wonder about the age, the money he's getting, how that impacts your situation going forward. But I will tell you, one of the things that came out of the combine for me, just talking with people, Matt, we can debate this, if this is the way they should feel or not, but I will tell you the bills really believe in Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy, and especially Sherfield and what he might be able to bring to this wide receiver core. Is that a little too much faith? You think in these guys who they had can have some nice moments, but have never really put it together throughout
2: their NFL career. I think you have to have faith in them, and that's why you gave them substantial amounts of money. You know, we're talking about millions of dollars that were dedicated to these players. There's a reason they went out and signed those guys, because they think that they can have a role in this offense. I just don't think they're ready to have the role in this offense that a legitimate number two or number three receiver should be having, which is what I think they need right now. I think of Hardy and I think of Sherfield as great, like four or five options, not great three, four options. And maybe I'm wrong just because I haven't seen them play enough. The sample size on both of them is small around the league. And obviously, we don't know how they fit in with the Bills' offense. But I think right now, the Bills need to be going to find another guy who can run as your wide receiver 2A, 2B with Gabe Davis for right now. And I think also with Gabe Davis needing a contract at some point, you need to also improve the position because eventually you're going to have to make the decision. Are you going to pay that guy a lot of money? Like Odell Beckham got $15 million. Okay. I know Odell Beckham is a much bigger name than Gabe Davis. If Gabe Davis was on the open market right now, he's getting close to that. He really is. Agreed. So, so they need to figure out one, are we going to pay Gabe Davis? And two, if we're not, who is going to be his replacement? Because if he walks, you are certainly not confident with Hardy and Sherfield as your two, three.
1: No, I, I think it's a really good point you're making because I said at the end of last season, I was on a podcast, speaking of John Scott, I was on his pod with Alina Getzberg and Matt Perino. And they, John asked all of us for one bold prediction for the off season. And this is back when this right when the season ended, basically leading into, you know, February, whatever. Um, And I said, my bold prediction is the bills are going to sign Gabe Davis to a contract extension this off season. And it comes down to a lot of what you just said, Matt. The longer you make it go on, the more money you're going to have to pay him. And if you let him play out this year, you're very well going to lose him anyway because it's going to get too pricey like it basically did kind of like Tremaine Edmonds in that situation. Now, you could always, are you going to bet against him? You could do that and say, well, he's not going to have a big year. Well, then why would you resign him anyway? So I think Gabe Davis and his role and his price tag where he is, is very much a part of this conversation when it comes to wide receiver. It's going to be a really interesting one, but it also gets us into Kind of how you approach the draft value versus need i want to talk about that here on it's always game day in buffalo
0: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better